successful songwriter, you know, um, and, and, you know, have that as a full-time living, you know, sure. But there is another part of me, I think there's a far bigger part of me that, that uses music as very much a, a spiritual and very much a, a, a way of navigating through life and, and through a lot of emotions, you know, that I kind of don't understand. favorite period of, of, of music is the early 90s. Um, I love, like 91, 1991 was a profound year for music for me. And maybe it was just the age I was at, you know, um, around then, what was I, 91, I was uh, 16. So, you know, maybe the, the music just had a big effect on me because I related to it so much, but I'm talking about Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Rage Against the Machine. Um, all of those, Alice in Chains, all of those bands um, were massively, profoundly, you know, uh, Soundgarden as well, obviously, uh, hugely, profoundly, a, a massive effect on me. So don't talk to me about it, I've Why do you do it then? You know, so it kind of goes back to that thing we were talking about earlier as regards just that impulse, that need to create. Yes, my goodness, it's it's very hard to to utter the words Leonard Cohen without a massive amount of reverence for that man. I mean, 
as far as I'm concerned, that guy was just the absolute master of his craft. And, and what, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, if, if a song doesn't come quickly, then it's, it's probably not not very good or something like that but I mean you know he, he proved the point that you can you can spend years writing a song perfecting it every tiny little nuance and not wasting a single note or a single word and he was a master of that 100% if, 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 if anybody out there is studying songwriting then you know Leonard Cohen needs to be on that syllabus for 100% sure um, as regards being inspired by listening to new music 1000 million percent absolutely it's rare that i listen to an album um and not have a flood uh, an album i've never heard before and, and not have a flood of ideas and you know certain ways that people put songs together and you know the, the, the drum beats and the energy and you know all those sort of things there, there might be certain songs where somebody has written something and and you'd wish that they'd written the line in a different way you know and then you 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 steal that line you know and write it down in your in your notebook or write it into your phone and then you come back to it i mean what i do with my phone is i either sing melodies into the the, the little dictaphone app or you know i'll i'll type in endless i've like reams and reams of lyrics so that when i actually do sit down to write a lyric for a song I have I have that all there um, so yeah one thousand percent listening to new new music is, is an, a massive inspiration for for new songs for me as well Performing a song a hundred times or a thousand times or however many times you know you perform it in in your life or or the life of the song, um, you know, I love performing. I absolutely live for it. I it's the reason I gig six nights a week is because I've you know maybe because of that. You know, it sounds pretentious. I hate using the word artistic. I don't know why, but you know that that, that artistic temperament. Um, you know, I've got a lot of noise inside and I've got a lot of stuff that I just need to get out. So performance is like an exorcism and that can sound a bit negative, uh, but it's actually an amazingly positive thing. And it has been an amazing outlet for me over the last 10, 15 years. I want to write an energetic song. I want to write a song that people can, you know, pump the air with their fists and sing along with big anthemic choruses and stuff like that you know I, I kind of set out to write an album that you know people can can really sing along with and 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 you know if we're to play it in in any sort of venue that everybody kind of 
you know, you want everybody to know every word and everybody to sing along. And, and I, I was trying not to be too uh, inaccessible in that regard. You know, I did want to write the big anthemic choruses, you know, and, and just to get everybody, you know, get the hair standing up. There's a good question. <laughs> um, love songs. Uh, love songs seemed to be a lot easier to write when you're younger and when you're a little bit more naive and life is a lot simpler and relationships are a lot more black and white. Um, so, you know, as regards, like, Last year, I, I, I very much locked myself away in the studio, cocooned myself. It was a very difficult year for me. Um, you know, I, I have my little daughter, Sienna, is one and a half. Um, and there was a very difficult breakup with her mother. And so uh, last year was, I wrote an album of 12 songs, which very much dealt with the, you know, confusion and the bewilderment and the you know the anger you know um of a situation like that where you feel like you've literally really genuinely done your best and you know it it, it hasn't worked out um so i uh, i did write a song for sienna sienna's one and a half now and i wrote a song for her um you know but, you know, as regards writing love songs last year, no, I didn't. I didn't. They, I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't know what you'd call these songs. They're, they're not, they're not, um, they're not hate songs by any, any stretch, but they're, they're, they're songs trying to figure out what the hell's going on and the dynamics between, um, men and women, you know, um, also, there is a song on the album, you know, which I'm beginning to record now at the end of this month, but um, there's a song on the album called Messiah. And it was, I wrote it the day that Chris Cornell uh, took his life. And, you know, um, that is, is definitely a love song, you know, because, you know, to me, he was, he was a messiah. He was a rock and roll messiah. He, he was just, what a voice, what a talent.
get everything going for him, you know. Um, and I'm still bewildered at why he chose to leave us. You know, obviously there was there was psychological issues and, and men, mental illness there. You know that we, we won't understand. But you know, I suppose that was that was you know a love song in in, in an appreciative love. You know, um, of of everything he did, the life that he led. And, 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 still can't get over the fact that, that he's gone and the, the way he chose to leave us and and I have to look at myself and I have to look at you know um, you know my 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 strengths and my failings you know being a, a writer you know being maybe an artistically temp uh, artistically um, minded sort of person you know I, I'm a very sensitive individual Um, and I suppose that's a large reason why I do write songs um, is because of that sensitivity um, to just have to deal with that. I mean, I suppose if I'm to look at myself objectively, I'm definitely a very cerebral person and I do spend a lot of time in my head kind of sorting through stuff, which, you know, uh, really isn't a great thing. Um, probably, you know, it's good to be for, you know, songwriters like yourself, myself, to be kind of d distracted a little bit <laughs> out of our heads. Um, but you know definitely yes uh, i think a few uh, romantic um relationships that i've been in have definitely suffered because of that you know kind of that natural cerebral sort of state that i go into you know like i said before i'm i am you know i am overall more of an introverted sort of person you know i do love company but i really enjoy just you know chilling out and and being in my eyes in this boat in disguises no one knows hides the face lies the snake in the sun in my disgrace boiling heat summer stage need the black the sky looks dead call my name Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash away the rain. Black hole sun, won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you come? There is huge, 
healing. You know, if, if, if you've written a song about a situation that you're really struggling with and, and you don't understand, and even though, you know, you won't, by listening to that, back to that song, even though you mightn't find the answer, there's definitely a release in listening back to it and putting whatever was going through my head at that moment as that song was being written. You're able to just kind of place that thought or that emotion or that whatever angst, you know, and, and you're able to, you're just able to, you know, get it out of you a little bit and listen back. And, and as a therapeutic thing, you know, uh, for a person who just happens to write music, who just happens to put emotion into sound and then listen back to it. It's it's very strange, but it is a, a, a kind of a, an amazing sort of therapy. You know, when you listen back, um, it is, it's like kind of able to look at a situation objectively and, and there is great healing in that. it is such a black art i mean you know uh, like how do you write a song like how do you write a really good song and that's what i spent so much of last year doing was figuring out how to write songs and how to do it in an enjoyable way that wasn't necessarily torture you know <laughs> trying to find an enjoyable way to do it black old sun won't you come wash away the rain Black hole sun, won't you come, won't you come? Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash away the rain, black hole sun, won't you come, won't you come? Black hole sun, black hole sun, won't you come? Hello there, how you doing? This is Ray. Last week, we got the terrible news of the passing of Andrew Mann. Andrew was a participant on this podcast, and above all that, he was a very good friend of mine and an absolute gentleman, and I'm devastated, as are as is anyone who ever met the guy is devastated by this um, news. Um, the Irish Songwriters podcast is kind of a creative project that I'm doing, or I did with 49 Irish songwriters where I ask them questions and they give their thoughts. As a result, I've spent hours of conversations with many people who love to talk about songwriting and I find it fascinating and I find I'm passionate about um, the craft of songwriting. As a result, as I said, I spoke for hours 
with many songwriters, one of which was Andrew Mann. And I just wanted to make this short tribute to the man because um, uh, it's it's just so sad uh, to see, um, to hear the story and to hear how he lived his last few months. It's such a sad ending and it's um, it's devastating to, to, to think that it happened to him, such a gentleman. Um, I've spoken to many other um, songwriter friends over the last week just to try and, you know, comfort each other through this and stuff, you know. It's um, it's hard not to compare in that situation, you know, and it's hard not to think of what you might have done, what you might have said. And I, of course, went back to our conversations to listen to um, his thoughts on everything, you know, and I guess he was going into more detail about what he was living, but maybe I wasn't listening for that. And um, so I just wanted to share some of his some of his thoughts about songwriting and about life. He's, uh, like I said, he was a gentleman. Um, I met him 18 years ago. Um, this, uh, this next song that you're going to hear is a song of mine that I wrote around that time. Um, at the time, I was doing a demo... Uh, for a publishing deal and it had to be you know a really good demo to uh to to showcase the songs and i had written this song for with that demo in mind um it's a song about a girl i once met who said that when she was younger when her parents would fight she would go out to the garden you know she was only she would have been two or three and she would kind of create a tea party with the flowers in the garden but in her recollection the flowers were quite talkative she had given them personalities and she had created and she used to listen to them speak and I wrote this song she listens to flowers about this little girl and with her parents fighting in the kitchen and she is out in the garden listening to flowers and on the demo I was in or for the demo I was introduced to a young man from the south side of Dublin who was just starting his musical career as well and um, but I heard he had a very good voice so here is Andrew Mann singing she listens to flowers he hits like thunder
not in the writing because the writing is chaos um, and you're pulling that chaos into you know you're trying to control and corral that chaos into a song um, and even when you perform the song you know I don't know you're, you're kind of in the middle of it a little bit there again you know and it's hard you're, you're very much subjective and hard to be objective but when you're the healing for me is when you listen back to it and it's like you're listening to somebody else you know, trying to give you the answer. <laughs> 